The Kingdom of Saudi Arabia is the next destination for the WWE, for better or worse. But either way, it is the Night of Champions, and we are going to make some predictions about that here show today. Welcome to Bunker Mania Wrestling, everybody. I am the giraffe me, Jeremy Graves, and joining me, of course, is one of my cohorts in crime, the man behind the plan of everything Bunker Mania. It is, of course, the Decadane, Mr. Ian Bolton. Good sir, how are you doing, and are you ready for a night of champions? I think I'm ready for the champions, especially uh, especially with this particular card. I think this could be. I think this could be a very fun event uh, for a couple of matches. I think some of them, as we talk into the, as we go into the talk, uh, I think some of them are going to be kind of like a foregone conclusion. But there are some there are some interesting morsels here to uh, to kind of mull over, really. But um, yeah, it's a, it's another Saudi show. Um, I think we've we've talked on the show many times about our thoughts on on the Saudi deal and obviously how, how these shows go. Um, I mean, in the later, in the recent years, the Saudi shows have also become a little bit of a storytelling step as well. Obviously when it first started off many, many uh, years ago, I think about 20, I think with the greatest war rumble many, many years ago, it was more like glorified house shows, but now that there, there is a bit more emphasis on the story aspects. So as, as much as it is still quite a moral quandary, um, some story elements you you still have to kind of see the events to to kind of watch i su- i suppose um but but as a heads up i'm actually going to the uh, the wrestle talk watch along of this on saturday mm. with one of our regular contributors harriet aka manga girl should be good fun so we're uh, myself and harriet will be doing the review of this show actually uh, after not straight after the watch along because we've got to get back from london but we'll probably be doing that maybe on bank holiday monday and we'll get that up as soon as possible on that side of things but uh, yes should be a fun little show show it's it's uh, at the moment about seven matches this should be a lovely short three-hour show uh so why don't we get straight into it indeed but before we do i will say folks if you are watching or listening for that matter to bunker mania wrestling for the first time thank you very much for giving us a chance we hope you enjoy our discussion if you haven't already do check out the archives of both our videos on youtube if you search for bunker mania uk and of course on your podcast provider of choice got lots and lots of discussions in recent weeks that have been getting some great feedback so join in the fun and if you feel so inclined why not hit that subscribe button? We would really appreciate it. Uh, just before we go on, we've just hit over 100 subscribers here on YouTube. So thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you so much for the support. We are continuing on, uh, obviously, with the wrestle wrestling content that we've been doing, especially with AEW, with Jeremy and Tom, uh, myself and Jeremy doing WWE as well. So uh, plenty more stuff to come. Uh, there might be a slight diversion off into uh, a solo movie section very, very soon, which I'm working on. Hope to share more of that soon. But yes, let's talk about some wrestling. Indeed. So, and a point you kind of mentioned that now sort of the Saudi shows have become more canon, I think is the way I'll mm. describe it in terms of storytelling. So it will be interesting to see what the lasting effects of this show are. And uh, in no particular order, but we shall begin with uh, with one of what is actually three women's matches on the show, which I think, first of all, great development in terms of how this has been a gradually increasing element of the Saudi Arabia show, so that's great to see. But let's start off with arguably one of the, well, just quite frankly, one of the big matches on the show. Most of them are quite big, actually, looking at the actual lineup. Becky Lynch v. Trish Stratus. This has been building up over the past few weeks, kind of since WrestleMania in some ways. It's kind of been a gradual build-up, and then things really picked up a notch. And so to kind of hand the reins over to you for discussion points before we make our picks on all the matches and such, how do you see this going? 
I think this will probably be one of, I hope, one of the matches of the actual of the actual show. Um, and that's mostly because, A, I think the build for this has been very, very good. Becky Lynch has been delivering some amazing promos. So has Trish. There's this, this wonderful sort of dynamic of Trish sort of saying, oh, I, I laid the groundwork. I laid the groundwork for people like Becky to, to fly. And Becky's turned around going, well, I, uh, yes, I have been kind of saying this trend, but I don't want to. I don't want to be kind of put in the same kind of league as as Trish Stratus, obviously, as well. So it's just, there's this wonderful kind of collision of of histories and dynamics going on, and I think it's going to come to a. Re- I think I don't think this is the the one and done match. I think this will go on through to probably SummerSlam as well. So with that in mind, I think this will be a very good match. I think I'm going to play devil's advocate. I think Trish is going to win this one. I mean, you say devil's advocate, that was the pick I was going to make. But I do agree (laughs) with you. I I think this is going to be a very fun match. And in some ways as well, it's kind of that, in a way, like, it's this is a very, perhaps, weird comparison to make, but roll with me on this, people. This kind of has an aura of Rock and John Cena about it, in that it's kind of two different generations of top-notch WWE stars colliding. And I think this is really going to lead into lead into that and play into that fact quite a bit. It's not something I ever thought I would see. And Trish is always looking top-notch in terms of her in-ring work. She always is able to pull it out the bag, if you will, and really deliver a great match, no matter how long of a break she takes and such. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this goes. But I do agree with you in saying I think Trish will come out the victor in this. So from there, good sir, what match do you want to hit up next, as it were? Uh, shall we get to one of the foregone conclusion matches? Uh, let's <laughs> let's talk about the Intercontinental Championship. Let's talk about Gunther versus Mustafa Ali. Um, Mustafa Ali won this in a battle royale by kind of a, a fluky coincidence, uh, simply because Bronson Reed and Ricochet fell out at the same time, uh, I think mostly due to a lot of interference going on from Imperium and a little bit of Matt Riddle as well. Um, I know that I know they're playing up this thing of Mustafa Ali kind of going, oh, everyone's not giving me a chance, but I, I could actually beat Gunther. He's not going to beat Gunther. He's he's going to do a lot of selling. He's going to do. Uh, he's going to have a really good, hopeful baby face uh, attempt to kind of hopefully beat Gunther. But in, in all honesty, Gunther's going to murder him. <laughs> in 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 the terms of in 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 the nicest terms of wrestling, there are going to be slaps. There's going to be a power bomb, and might even be the last symphony as well. I. I they uh, WWE can try try as hard as they can to suggest that Mustafa Ali's winning could win this match or has a has a slight chance, but no, Gunther's holding that belt. I'm sorry. So first of all, I agree that I think Gunther is going to win. I think, however, that there is going to be a defining moment in this match where it is going to be perhaps, let's say, one of the first clear indications that maybe that this title reign might starting be to getting to Gunther a little bit. In that I think Ali is going to have a very clear moment where he's like 2.999 recurring on a pinfall, and even Gunther will be shocked. But it won't be like a quick roll-up. It'll literally be Ali will hit a move out of nowhere and will get that close to it. And that will almost kind of be like the wake-up reality check moment for Gunther of like, right, I'm not, I, I'm, I've got to stop believing this is going to be a walkover. I need to just deliver and mull on this person. I think we're going to get something like that, but inherently, yeah, Gunther's winning. I think if there's any any kind of proverbial threat to Gunther's reign on this day, 
on or at night of champions not today but on at night of champions per se um it will probably be matt riddle in some shape or form because i think they are but i think they're building matt riddle up to be the next one to to challenge gunfer for the inter-console belt but I'm first so obviously we have that and that that in itself will be a fun match i think i think if that's the SummerSlam program i think i'll be very happy with that one but um yeah gunfer's retaining so what do you want to hit up next then what's next on your bingo card as it were Oh, uh, shall we have a WrestleMania rematch? Sure. Let's talk about Bianca Belair and Oscar. Uh, so yeah, th- this this is a this is a straight out WrestleMania rematch. Uh, they've both been drafted to SmackDown, so they're competing for the Raw Women's Championship because we still haven't had the championship swap bollocks. <laughs> I I don't <laughs> like this. <laughs> I don't like this. It's like. You've had the brand split for a couple of weeks now, and it's like, I'm still the Raw Women's Champion. I'm still the Smash. Just, they're on the wrong shows. <laughs> that, that drives me insane. It, from, from, from a storytelling aspect, it makes no sense, Jeremy. It makes no sense. But then again, oh, yeah, this it, is it, it makes no sense, Ian. But, 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 but what you need to consider is that this is Vince's way, or whoever is running behind the scenes, of testing the audience. Are you actually stupid? All those years we had Survivor Series tag <laughs> matches where I made people wear the correct color brand t-shirt because I felt you people were all stupid. This is Vince's way of going, okay, you wanna you you want me to show you that you're intelligent? Let's test you. How long can you live with this silly bollocks? <laughs> I thought I never. I thought we never get to an episode where you actually said silly bollocks. So I think that's a first here on Bunkermania. Um, well, do, you know what, I'm not, do you want to know what I will say? That's not going to be silly bollocks. I just fully what? expect Asuka's going to win this. Mm. That's my that's my bold prediction. I just I if there is ever a time to do it, it's now. I think, mm. and not just because I want it to happen. <laughs> I mean, I would love it to happen. I would love it to happen. And I thought it was going to possibly happen at Mania, but it didn't happen at Mania. And the fact is, this this feels like we, we are, I feel, I feel like this is a random clutching of straws at the moment for WWE because they need to have a have a, a, a filler feud or something like that for Bianca until a potential challenger. Because I think at the moment in time, either, either two things need to happen. Bianca either is loose that belt at some point and it has to happen, or there is a hill turn coming. Which again would actually be quite exciting in itself because I think when she originally appeared in NXT, she was quite a heelish character, or just kind of like a tweener. Tweener, basically, just like she had obviously she had attitude and stuff like that. But then people were impressed, obviously, with the strength and the athletic ability and so that sort of stuff. I'm as as much as I I share your hopes and dreams of Oscar winning this belt at Night of Champions. It ain't happening. Bianca retains. Well. You've upset me now. If 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 you are right, I I will I will make a little decree on the review show. How's that? Fine. Good. <laughs> Good. Good. So you can pick the next match we talk about. Very well. Well, I'll tell you what. How about we go with Cody and Brock Lesnar. Seventy-five percent of Cody, given his arm is now broken, allegedly based on what's <laughs> happened. So we've got seventy-five percent Cody against one hundred hundred and ten percent Brock. You know, adversity, adversity. Cody's had adversity. Now he's fighting Brock with just one arm. Wow. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say, ah, 
Ow. Ow. Oh, yeah. Ah! <laughs> so, <laughs> so just to make this really awkward, given the story, I think Cody's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. That's the, that's the thing. It's like they've they've, they've built. I mean, in the obviously in the recent Raw where Brock can again completely murders the poor guy as he walks in. It's like I'm here for Raw. <laughs> get, get attacked by Brock. Get get beer kegged. Get the Kimura lock. And then he then he's still just saying to Triple H, "I'm gonna fight." You fought with a broken body before. I mean, I've already kind of done it literally with a torn peck, but I'm going to do it with a fake injury this time, and but I'm going to win. But this is the point, though, Ian. The reason I think he's going to win is because, based on purely on last year and last year alone, and also maybe technically John Cena and Bray Wyatt from years ago, the heel never won. And even last year, Seth never actually beat Cody. He beat him. He beat him up, but didn't actually beat him in a match. So I fully expect this is just going to be kind of a weird rehash of that, in a way, kind of mm. like the oh, what if you hadn't got a torn peck? Except this time you're facing Brock Lesnar. How's that for a comparison? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, if if we're gonna be, if we're gonna do, if we want to actually do story logic and maybe take this to SummerSlam or maybe Money in the Bank. Because obviously, uh, obviously, if he's got a broken, if he's got a broken arm, he's Cody Rhodes is definitely not adrenaline in all the way to Money in the Bank in a couple of weeks' time, unless he's by Cody, magic he can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> now just get, just get, get, get his, get his lovely, get his lovely pet dog, just to put, put their oh, paw on his arm. Pharaoh, Pharaoh puts his paw on Cody's arm, and Cody goes. I'm gonna do it for you, Pharaoh. I'm gonna go get money in the bank now. And the dog just goes, heck yes. Um, I mean, let, let, me, let me put it this way to you. If you think Cody is not currently playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom with his broken arm, <laughs> you've got another thing coming. He is 100% making sure his arm is video game worthy. Therefore, he will demolish Brock Lesnar and win money in the bank, or at least get there. <laughs> Oh, what 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 if he turns up and his attire is slightly dedicated to Tears of the Kingdom? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past I wouldn't put it past. I wonder uh, how that will get over in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I think they'll just be slightly bemused. <laughs> they'll be slightly bemused, and then they'll just then they'll sing along with the song and go whoa, and and everyone just forget about it. But I don't know. Um, I the logic in me tells me Brock should win this. Agreed. Brock should win this. Co Cody Cody cannot take the beating that he has taken. Come back like less than six days later and get a win. He gets a win. It's by sheer mind luck. I'm going to bleep that. <laughs> I'm just going to say that now. Pure mind luck. I'm no. I'm I'm gonna be sensible. I'm gonna be sensible, Jeremy. I'm gonna be sensible. Brock is going to kill him in the ring. Done. And we're gonna carry will, this on. But then who will headline the house shows? I, I, <laughs> inanimate carbon rod, Jeremy. I don't care. Wacky wavy inflatable tube man. You know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the new world heavyweight champion 2.0 can headline the shows for a couple of months. Well, you know what? I think that's a good segue. So let's yes. talk about that match next. We have got Seth freaking Rollins against AJ Styles. Now, given the whole idea is that this championship is to be for the Raw brand, 
because the actual Raw Championship is with, you know, the god of wrestling currently in WWE who can't ever lose. And as AJ Styles so eloquently put it in an interview during this past week, it's a secondary championship (laughs) because Roman Reigns has got the main gold. I fully expect AJ Styles is going to win now just to make this really awkward and make the whole brand split (laughs) completely worthless. (laughs) This is my prediction. And also, because quite frankly, I think AJ being champion would be really cool. I think it would be unexpected. And I, and I actually, if I, if I had to pick, I mean, it's like, it's, I mean, it's so telegraphed that they're, they're, they're putting Seth front and center for this. I mean, he's, he's done the sit down interviews. He's had a lot of promo stuff. He hasn't been actually on TV doing matches because he's been off doing Captain America, uh, new world order, which is cool. That'll be exciting. Um, but I mean, in one way it would be expected, but also kind of boring now if Seth just turns up and wins it, I suppose maybe um but i could see i mean i i mean my 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 lot again logic's telling me seth's winning this because it's it's been it's been kind of put on a silver platter for seth for the last couple of weeks and all the attention but what if they went for aj styles and again i again i wouldn't have a problem with aj styles being a champion even if it's like for a show or maybe for at least until the next pay-per-view maybe and he gets cashed in on like with money but i don't know i'm gonna say seth i'm gonna stick there i'm gonna play safe because it's like when i go into wishful thinking wishful thinking doesn't happen so if i don't think wishful thinking aj styles might win so seth's winning okay i'm gonna stick with aj there we go because the the other thing i'll throw in here to potentially try and make you change your mind is think about the lineage of this new secondary championship in that Who do you want to to be the first name on it? AJ Styles or Seth freaking Rollins? I mean... I mean, uh, Logic would actually say probably WWE wants it it to be Seth, but part of me thinks you have AJ be the first ever champion. That will go down really well, and it could be really good fun. And then, of course, he'll be on SmackDown, can't bring the belt to Raw, and again, it throws the draft in a big hoolie, so it makes it perfect. I, I will I will be happy if AJ wins if he actually gets transferred back to Raw. That's the thing. If 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 by winning this belt they're going right, you can't be on the same brand Romans on. You're off to Raw. Fine. Um, but yeah, the fact is they both they've both won a lot of belt. They've won a good share of belts now in WWE. I think again, it's like making either one of them the first champion is going to be is going to be fine. I just think on this occasion, because they've been gushing about it for the last couple of weeks, it is going to be Seth. Fair. So you mentioned, we've mentioned Raw and SmackDown quite a bit in the discussion there. How about we talk about the, it is a SmackDown Women's Championship. I had to double check then, because I I second-guessed myself for a second there. It is Rhea Ripley defending against Natalia. If there was ever a foregone conclusion match, I think this is the one. That said... I think this match is going to be great. Natalia is so damn good in the ring. I think they're going to really pull out the stops for this match. I don't know if it'll be, if it'll, excuse me, if it will be, if I can get my words out, a match akin to the caliber of what we saw with Rhea and Charlotte at Mania. But I think this is going to be damn good. And, and assuming I get a chance to watch the show after it's happened, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I think it's going to probably be more akin to rear and Zelina at backlash i think it'll be i think there'll be a, a good back and forth but there, there's there's no there's no doubt in this rear's rear's winning <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like 
Yeah, I mean, you could tell it's a foregone conclusion because it was just announced or just confirmed on Monday's Raw. <laughs> so it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, Rhea needs to fight someone. Oh, Strange, Natalia, stranger, you're getting there. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, true, true. But I, I think that I think they're going to build Rhea up as a, as a monster champion at the moment. So basically, it's kind of fe- feeding like the veterans and the and the and the plucky underdogs. And then when we probably get to the summer, we might get a bit more of a substantial kind of program with someone. Uh, I, again, it could be it could be a Bailey, could be a Becky. Becky Rhea would be really good. I mm-hmm. think that would be exceptional. I I think they might hold that off maybe towards maybe tail end of the year, maybe Rumble Rumble Mania season, possibly. Who knows? If they should call the show Rumble Mania. That's a great name. There you go. Rumble Mania. It's in between <laughs> the Rumble and WrestleMania. So it's a best of both. You've got a bit of a Royal Rumble <laughs> and a bit of a WrestleMania. Who knows? Let's not give so, them any more ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so let's come on to what, if I've counted right, is our final match that will be taking place on this show. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about people having belts. By the end of this show... A person could hold four belts because it is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against the bloodline duo of Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. Mm. All right, look, I'll just say it. Bloodline's going to win. <laughs> my, my thinking behind this. Not only because I just want to see how absurd it's going to be for Roman to have to try and carry four belts to the ring on his entrance every time. That's partly it. But I th- I personally think, from a direction point of view of where we go long-term across the summer, I feel like the bloodline kind of cracks and implosion is going to really come to the forefront. And I can kind of see it being like a bloodline versus bloodline feud across the summer. So I imagine we could, for example, get Roman and Solo v. The Usos, or we get singles matches with the Solos challenging Roman for the belt. I can just Mm. see this really working out that way, and it being quite a unique dynamic that no one expects. Obviously, the one downside to that is I really like Owens and Zayn as champs. I really like them. I like them as wrestlers. I like them just as their overall presence. And I don't want them to lose. But I just think also the fact that Roman wouldn't be here most of the time. And that's like, that's what, hang on, one, two, three, four. That's like four, three championships. However many titles he's been got at this point, I forget. But they'll all just be out of action until he decides to show up. I appreciate that. But I can just see this being a, a actual, actually genuinely quite fascinating direction. That said, to be a quick devil's advocate, I'll let you get your words in. If Owens and Zayn retain, my opinion is that Zayn will pin Roman. Okay, I can I can go with that. I I think my my gut is telling me Owens and Zayn will retain, but it is the Usos that caused the issue for Roman and Solo, um, and I think that's where you start the bloodline crack there because then you can do as you say you can do bloodline at war for the next couple of months running into SummerSlam, and you 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 might you get another big J J versus J versus Roman in front of a packed crowd that could be something special. Even even if Jay obviously probably will not win the belt, it, it, it's just just to have that sort of oh this is this is family fighting family now this is really really exciting and we're going and it's going all the way back to when it all virtually started three or so years ago at that point if they do it at SummerSlam, um, so I I think it's like I 
I, I can get your point of Roman holding those belts just for the, the sheer audacity of it and to, to obviously really create that rift in the bloodline, stuff like that. I, I think it's too much. I think fans might get rightly annoyed at that. I think, I think we've, we've kind of come to terms begrudgingly with the fact that he's holding those two big belts for probably another year. Um, but yeah, I, I, that I don't, I, I don't want it to happen. And logically, I don't think it, I don't think it's going to work. So yeah, I think Owens and Zayn retain thanks to the Usos pretty much. I, I think the Usos either lay out solo or they lay out Roman or, or lay lay out as they try to inverted commas help. Um, and yeah, Owens or Zayn, or maybe, maybe both of them just fall on Roman and they pin him at the same time. I don't know. That'd be fun. Because then that's kind of like they both pinned Roman at the same time to kind of draw the line under their B for Roman. Mm. So yeah. I guess the other question I'll ask is which of these, which of them, which match do you think will headline the show? Because part of me thinks it should probably be this tag title match, but given you're crowning a first-time champion, arguably that should finish the show. I think. I think the World Heavyweight Championship is very likely going to probably close because it is the first thing ever, or the or the restart of the World Heavyweight Championship lineage. So I think that should probably main event. I would not be opposed if the tag match opened, to be honest. Really hmm. start the crowd off hot. It's not like that. I think that would be quite good fun. And you also know it's going to take 10 minutes for Romans to get in the ring. So if you want to get an extra drink or a snack, then you can. Oh, yes. That'll be, that'll be very important at the watch long. <laughs> there you go so that being said folks that concludes our predictions for wwe night of champions let us know in the comments what you think are we are, are one of us i.e more than likely me in this instance being completely off the wall and stupid with the predictions or do you think there is a semblance of truth and logic somehow to what we have been saying let us know in the comments or if you want to find us on social media we are bunker mania uk on twitter and as mentioned if you've enjoyed this video and our podcast why not check out some of our other recent ones we would really appreciate it if you do and if you do enjoy them make sure you hit that subscribe button from myself jeremy graves from him the decade mr ian bolton we've been bunker mania wrestling until next time speak to you soon <laughs>